Right now, let's talk about the land. He's an author. He's a political analyst. Ralph Matecha is in the building. Ralphie. Good morning, good morning, Fresh. Good morning, Somizi, Angie, Umpo, and the great Metro family. Hello, Ralph. The ANC Land Summit. Interesting debates. Indeed, Fresh. It, it went underway over the weekend, and I'll tell you a little bit more about uh, how it affected other events elsewhere. Uh, but uh, what is very, very interesting that came out, it, it's uh, how important and how emotive, emotional the whole issue of the land is. I mean, uh, President Jacob Zuma attended the summit. Uh, mm. uh, President, uh, former President, that is uh, Khalima Motlante, was there. Ramaphosa mm. was there, and I thought that is just very interesting to just see also, you know, the three presidents being in the same venue. Mm. But what came out in this uh, in this uh, land summit was. Uh, uh, that actually the issue of the land indeed something has to be done about it and also the question of implementation fresh is what came out as well uh, concerns were raised by other observers because in this uh, forum the NC made something very interesting they actually invited external observers to mm. come and view this the likes of uh, advocate in Dobi was there as well uh, you know the famous advocate who has written a very interesting book on this question of the land. He has taken up a few cases where he has held the EFF on various issues uh, 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 in, in court. Mm. But I thought his submission was very interesting because he has actually been saying that, look, uh, do we really need to change the constitution to effect to this thing? Because actually, you might not need the constitutional amendment. Mm. The constitution allows it already. Okay. He's been saying that, why don't we go the common law route? Mm. But I'll tell you another thing. He was actually scheduled to speak at the Franchise Literary Festival. I spent there, and he was called by the president to come this land summit but at Franschuk as well we discuss land I mean it was one of the issues that came out uh, there as well so I would say it was the weekend where the issue of the land was was being discussed at various various forums and I think we cannot escape this issue it's just the method mm. as to whether are we going to go the constitutional amendment route mm. or are we going to use the law that's been there some people are the law that's been there does allow it. The Constitution does yeah. allow it. We don't have to amend the Constitution. In fact, yeah. Ralph, that's my biggest confusion. Mm. Uh, the fact yeah. that there is a provision in the Constitution already. Yeah. Um, at the summit at the weekend, President Ramaphosa refers to uh, some of the stumbling blocks, including legislation. But how much of it was just lack of political will? Yeah to make things happen I mean, and, and and now that it's uh, yeah. you know uh, it's elections next year all of a sudden this is this big thing we want to discuss I mean, I mean, you know, Fresh, you are right in this question because uh, people are making interesting comparison here. People are saying that uh, the money that has been allocated to land over the years is actually smaller than the money allocated to bodyguards for government officials and so forth. I mean, all sorts of conjectures are being made on this. People are saying there has not been political will to further this land. And, and I do believe, I share similar sentiment, Fresh, that uh, one of the great areas where there has been political will is on buying the arms. I mean, the arms deal mm. 60 billion 
spent on that? What is it that we've spent on land? It's not even comparable, very minuscule. So here I think we have politicized this issue fresh to a point where I think it has a lot to do with elections mm. and very less, I think, to do with the, the actual substantive matter, which is about making sure that people get access to productive land. Unfortunately, it is already political. We can no longer depoliticize mm. it. That's where we are. Mm. Ralph Semizi, um, please explain to me what does this land thing mean? Because as Somizi or Subusiso in Kukuletu, who sees it as an opportunity to to make his life better and, and yet, particularly the NC, are not explaining what, what it means. They're just saying the land, the land, and everyone thinks, the majority of the unemployed and the poor people think, oh yes, our lives are going to change and, and yeah, let's vote, let's vote NC, you know, things are going to... And then the danger is what happens after the elections. There's no land, no one's getting land, few people are getting land. What does this mean? What are the dangers? I mean, I mean, some of you are asking another critical question here. You are asking, uh, if I, I hear you well, it's about the economic implications of mm. this. I mean, we can have an abstract discussion about the land, about the ancestral uh, character of it. But uh, as you are saying, what does it mean economically? Can it change the people's life? My view here, Sumi, is that we have two debates that seem to be running parallel, but they are not the same debate. The first it is the question of land from the point of view of history, mm. you know, the injustice that has been done to people. We can talk about that, but that does not necessarily talk to the question of what you are asking about, what does it mean to the economic well-being of the people? Mm. Does the question of land, the manner in which you are talking about it, does it connect to the economy of land? Can we talk about the economy of land and, and focus specifically on how it will change the lives of someone in Google to someone in Limpopo and so forth? Unfortunately, the way in which I look at it, the debate has been skewed so far mm. to the historical aspect of it. You don't see much of the question you are asking about what would it mean on a daily existence of someone? Mm. I mean, you can have the land and would it change your life economically? Proof is coming out that where land restitution has been effected so far, limited as it has been, people actually opted for money and they went back and queued for RDP mm. houses. Mm. So how do you deal with that? Can we talk the economics aspect of it? I think we still have to consult a lot on this thing. We haven't started yet. We are still scratching on the surface. 16 minutes after 8, this is Fresh Politrix on Metro FM. Ralph Matek has on the line. You know what I found interesting, Ralph, is the fact that yeah. the land issue has become such a, a huge topic of debate but it seems obscure to the fact that most people over this weekend for something that is so decisive and so important most people were watching the royal wedding I think because a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people are just not quite in tune with what is happening. It's become a black and white issue with white people trying to defend the land, whereas the black people are saying we want the land, even though we don't quite understand what the bigger picture of getting the land actually means. Uh, exactly. I mean, people have been watching the Royal Wedding. There was an interesting article this morning saying that uh, uh, the NC held this thing in Boxburg. There mm. was a, a, a Royal Wedding. But I'll tell you what. I mean, there are certain group of people that still attend this thing. I was at French Hook Literary Festival. I have to say, you see quite older white people attending this discussion. And I was actually shocked uh, to hear one of uh, an old, I mean, one of the discussions that uh, I, 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 I facilitated in France 
Kalshuk. Also, an old African guy who was actually who said that you know what? If you want to deal with this question of land, let's deal with this question of land. People should not threaten us about this thing of food security. Uh, we can get food from the USA if we have to. Let us deal with the land. So mm. th- there are debates, and and of course there are racial uh, uh, presumptions that also that you have white people on this side. You do have largely that is the that is the issue where you have white people. Some of them saying that we cannot do this thing. It's just for politics. We shouldn't touch. And you've got also black people who are saying that don't tell us about the economy. You have been at this thing. We want the land. Mm. But you have a pocket of people who are very sober and they're taking the middle ground and some are black, some are white, who are actually saying that, look, let us be honest. Let's deal with this issue that's been there for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it is very urgent. We cannot, we, we, re- we just cannot avoid this debate going further. Ralph, before we let you go, two tweets here. Nico says, why does Ralph always disrespect our president just calling him Ramaphosa? That's the one. Uh, please stop disrespecting the president. Thank you, Ralph. And Seppo says, well, <laughs> Seppo says, yes, land expropriation uh, is provided for in the Constitution, but owners of it must be compensated. We need to change the Constitution to say without compensation because that's what we've been forced to now do. That says Seppo. Well, well, Fresh, uh, 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 now I can say that actually the title of my new book, I can talk to you about it now. Ah. I think I've sent uh, your producer friend to the... It is actually titled Ramaphosa's 10. I mean, I've got great respect <laughs> for President Ramaphosa. I, I, I've him. it is not out of disrespect whatsoever when I say Ramaphosa. Because I, I, Mr. Ramaphosa uh, comes from the culture of civil society as well. As mm-hmm. you will see in my writing, I don't think he will care very much. But if it offends your listeners, my sincere apologies, President Cyril Ramaphosa. It was not meant for any kind of disrespect <laughs> at all. Uh, and uh, and uh, on, on, on the question of... Uh, uh, the changing the constitution. Mm. My view is that let us look at what has been the bottleneck. Has the bottleneck been the constitution or has it been our implementation? Yes. Let's not solve the problem that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Ralph, we'll leave it at that. We're looking forward to your brand new book. You might have to add president uh, to the title, <laughs> but uh, your book is about Ramaphosa, like you said. When is it out? <laughs> It, it, it's, it's going to be launched in the middle of June, so it's available in about uh, two or so weeks' time, and uh, I'm going to keep Metro FM listeners very updated. Can we pre-order it somewhere? Once yeah, so I think it, uh, I've seen one or two websites where it's actually being pre-ordered, but I'm, I'm going to talk to your producer so that at least uh, you can have much more uh, clear information on what's going on. In fact, uh, go to your favorite bookstore and demand a copy. Uh, we know it's not out yet, but let's create the demand already. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, author and political analyst Ralph Mateka. Metro FM is where you're at.